Welcome to It's All Her, the podcast for women who want to live simpler, better lives. I'm your host, Geordie Lucas. I'm the founder and editor of It's All Her. I'm a mum to a toddler, and I was an actor in a previous life. Each week, I'm joined by a guest to talk about their life, their work, and of course, how they make life simpler and better. For the latest, head to itsallher.com or follow us on socials. Let's get to this week's episode. Welcome back to It's All Her. Now, ahead of the TikTok Awards in December, which we are heading to, I'm really excited for that, I caught up with one of the hosts and biggest creators in the country, Kat Clark. Kat has over 5.2 million followers on TikTok alone, and she took out Creator of the Year at last year's awards. She and her daughter also just won the Listener's Choice Award at the Australian Podcast Awards for their show, Basically Besties. So it's safe to say she knows a thing or two about creating content that resonates with people. I spoke with Kat to hear how she turned her daily vlogs into a fully-fledged family business, why she's taking her youngest daughter out of school, and why she had to lose some friends along the way. Here's my chat with Kat Clark. Kat, thanks so much for jumping on It's All Her this week ahead of the TikTok Awards. You are, I believe you took out the award last year. I did. I did. Um, I'm excited to see who wins this year. I mean, all the creators um, up for nomination are incredible, so it's going to be interesting to see who takes it out this year. Speaking of awards, you took out Podcast Listener's Choice Award. I know, earlier. crazy. Last week. How, uh, it was literally like a couple of days ago. Um, but thank Amazing. you. Thank you so much. What's it like working so closely with your daughters? I honestly love it. I um, I mean, sometimes there are moments where we get on each other's nerves, but most of the time, you know, we have so much fun. Um, it's like working alongside your best friend. So yeah, I love, I love that I'm able to do that. Yeah. Obviously your life has changed dramatically in the last few years. Mm -hmm. Can you tell us a bit about your life before TikTok? Sure. So, um, uh, where do you want me to begin? (laughs) Maybe, (laughs) maybe I'll tell you about my Um, previous job so I used to um, I was a corporate girl I used to you know go to work nine to five Monday to Friday and I really didn't like my job Um, very very grateful for the opportunities that I have being like a high school dropout I didn't have a lot of opportunities Um, but I really didn't like my job because I felt like I was going into work every single day and pretending to be you know this professional girl when in reality I just um, you know am young at heart and love you know love to have a good time so it just felt really inauthentic to me to kind of show up to work every day to be like this corporate girl um, so that was kind of my life and I got to a point where I was like I need to do something else so I went I started like looking after my health and I was going to this gym and um, one day at the gym I saw this sign um, at a cafe that was inside the gym that said they were looking for new owners and so I turned to my husband and I was like babe I want to give this a go 
and he was like okay go for it um and so I spoke to the gym owner and she's like yeah it's just too hard for me to manage like you can um you know take it as your baby and I just ran with it and so I started you know creating all these healthy recipes I fell in love with you know talking to people every day and that kind of became my baby but um I quickly realized that it was a very hard business to kind of expand because it was a cafe inside a gym you know people from the outside didn't really want to come into a gym to go to my cafe um, and so I started sharing my videos online and that's kind of how my career changed. And when did you make the decision to make it a full-time job? When did it become viable for you to do that? Um, good question. Cause I was very scared about letting, you know, my job type of thing go and, um, kind of taking that leap. But I think it was, I'm going to say around the within the first six months of like a few of my recipes um, going viral, I had a few brands that wanted to work with me. And I realized that, you know, I was, I had essentially replaced my income. Um, It was still very, very scary for me because I just didn't know how the industry worked or if it was just going to be like a six month thing. But Um, luckily for me I have an incredible husband who pushes me to go after my dreams so I yeah I just went for it that's amazing it's uh, yeah all about having that support system isn't it for sure for sure and I guess you, you share so much of your family life it would not really be possible if you didn't have the support of your husband what are some of the pros and cons of sharing so much of your life online Um, I guess some of the pros are I love um, having like a huge amount of support because that's something I didn't have, um, you know, in my early teen years. I felt pregnant when I was 16 and I was um, bullied quite badly because of that. And then I was a young mum, so I didn't really feel like I fit in anywhere. Um, now I feel like I have so much love, so much support, um, and so does my family. So that is a huge pro for me. Um, some of the cons, I don't know. I feel like maybe I overshare sometimes. Um, I mean, I just posted a video today when my husband was helping me um, learn this dance. Um, I was just watching that. Oh, you were just watching. So you would have seen that I farted. So like people see those sides of me because I love um, just being open and honest because I feel like, like I was saying, when I had that corporate job, I just didn't feel like me and it really affected my mental health. Um, So I love Mm -hmm. to show up online, um, the real version of me. And sometimes that isn't as pretty (laughs) as some people um can imagine so you know I don't yeah I don't tend to put makeup on every single day I just show up so you either love that or you hate it (laughs) and how do you deal with negativity and and negative comments because it, it is part and parcel of of the job and you know I feel like there's this massive trend with influencers and content creators that people love, love, love you. And then you reach a certain point and then there's people that just want to tear you down. Mm-hmm. How do you deal with that? Um, I can't remember who 
said it, but there is a quote that is what you focus on grows. And I really believe that. So if I am focusing on all the negative comments and I'm really reading all these negative articles, um, that is just going to expand. Whereas if I am focusing on all the positives and I'm focusing on all the people that love me and support me, that's going to expand. Um, so I honestly just try to not read those comments. I try to not, you know, dive in deeper to it and I just brush it to the side. Yeah. I'm sure a lot of people have opinions that they're sharing with you. You've recently started talking about considering taking your youngest daughter out of school to focus on, you know, the opportunities that this world is presenting to you. Can you talk us through, you know, where that idea first came from and and how you're talking it through as a family? Yeah, so Deja is in her first year of high school and, you know, during her primary school years, that traditional schooling really worked well for us because I had a traditional job. You know, I was working nine to five, Monday to Friday, and that works perfectly for kids as well. Um, Since coming into this new career, there is a lot of um, traveling involved. I'm often flying to Sydney. Um, You know, Deja's even starting to get opportunities as well now. So, that nine to five, Monday to Friday schooling, sorry, not nine to five, nine to three um, isn't working for us because we've found that we've had to take her out of school quite a bit. Um, And I, we actually have enrolled her into um, homeschooling for next year. Um, And we think that's best for her just because we, don't want her to miss out on these opportunities but also you know if she gets to year 10 and she says actually mum this isn't something that I enjoy um, you know we're going to be able to put her back in traditional schooling but for now I think homeschooling is just what works for our family. Yeah and that's really great that you're being able like you're following your gut and doing yeah what you feel is best. I was a well I, I I finished school in year 11. I was a high school dropout as well. And like you get to a point after school where nobody cares what you, you know, what your final score was or where, you know, where you went to school. It's a huge focus and then it just isn't important anymore. Yeah, for sure. So we know like for Tisha, for example, she um, did finish school and she did end up going to uni. Um, she was actually studying to be a lawyer and she got six months into that degree and then we started getting into podcasting and she's now since dropped out of uni <laughs> um, to kind of follow her dreams. And so with Deja, we we obviously want to, if she wanted to be a lawyer, if she wanted to be a doctor or a surgeon or whatever, then obviously we would encourage her to, you know, go after those dreams. But currently right now, that's not what her goals are, but not saying that could change, but whatever happens, we're kind of willing to work with her. Yeah. Not so much anymore, but there were, there was talk of, of TikTok being banned in Australia um, a while ago. Does that ever play on your mind? Like, what if, you know, social media or, or TikTok in particular ever came to an end? Does that scare oh, you or do you about that? Absolutely. I think about it 
every day, not every day, but, you know, I think about it a lot. Um, and I, you know, worry about my family's future and all that sort of stuff. And um, actually in the last year we've been working on launching another brand so that we're not kind of just linked to TikTok and re- relying on TikTok as an income. So um, it definitely does play on my mind and we are like always thinking about other ways to kind of look after our family. Is the brand a moisturizer? Um, I see a lot of comments asking <laughs> what moisturizer you use. <laughs> um, I won't say anything yet, but it is okay. to do with, um, you know, you self-care and self-love and um yeah we'll be launching in february okay cool (laughs) (laughs) so tell me about the tiktok awards so hosting is freaking me out massively because i like i was saying to you before like with all my videos and stuff like that i tend to um show up as myself and there's no real acting or lines or anything like that that I need to learn I don't need to I don't read off like a teleprompter or anything like that so and I've actually also um since my very younger years I've had a big fear of public speaking I've improved massively just because of the work that I do but it is still really scary for me to be hosting you know reading off um a screen um, and then doing that in front of a live audience, but not only that, you know, thousands of people watching on binge and thousands of people watching on TikTok. So it's it, it's a lot of pressure. <laughs> I will say that. If someone is is listening to this, thinking about really trying to make it in the content space, what are some tips that you would have for them? Um. So one of the things I teach my girls is obviously to show up as themselves and to be unapologetically themselves um, and don't change that for every anyone. Um, but also to think about um, what's in it for your viewers. So a lot of people, when they're posting content, it's very how do I look or, you know, it's all about me type of thing. But if you're posting content for other people, it tends to do well. So, you know, with my cooking videos, I'm educating people. With my hair videos, I'm making people laugh. Um, So I'm always thinking about what's in it for my viewer. I'm never thinking about what's in it for me. Um, So, yeah. Yeah. And in terms of like products, what do you use, you know, to produce your content? Like, do you have a favorite ring light that you use, or do you have like, you know, bits and pieces that you just think this is like a must have for content creators? I think this is what freaks people out is they overthink it and they get, you know, a fancy ring light and a fancy camera. Like, I have this is it for me, my phone. Um, and normally it's just placing my phone down on something so that it doesn't fall over. I do have a tripod that I got from Amazon. Um, yeah. I hardly ever use it. I, I do have a ring light at my, um, like my kitchen bench because the lighting isn't the best. And again, just from Amazon. 
um I need to do a brand deal with Amazon I think but um yeah literally I just get everything that I need from there and you know it's nothing fancy I'm not spending thousands of dollars on lighting or equipment or anything like that it is literally just my phone and having the confidence to you know whip it out when you're in public as well because I know a lot of people Mm. think oh my God, everyone's looking at me. They think I'm such a loser for filming myself. You've got to have that confidence of just not caring about what other people think. Have you had family and friends say things like that when, you know, as you've as you've grown or when you started filming yourself in public and doing this kind of stuff, did you get comments from family and friends or was it all really supportive? Um. Majority of my family and friends were very supportive. There were some friends that are no longer my friends anymore. Um, But, yeah, I mean, that's with, you know, anyone's life, I guess. Like you're going to have those real friends that want to see you win, that want to support you, and then you're going to have, you know, toxic friends that don't really want to see you succeed. Um, So I've just cut them off. (laughs) Yeah. I can imagine there'd be a few, a, a, a little bit of jealousy from from some people. Yeah. Yeah. At It's All Her, we're all about making life simpler and better for women. How do you do that for yourself? Uh, how do I do that for myself? Yeah. That's such a good question. How do I make my life simpler and better? Um, I think as I've gotten older, I think really taking that, pressure of not worrying about what other people think makes my Mm. life simpler and better you know I used to be one of those girls that was very insecure about um you know the way that I looked and the way what I was wearing and you know I, I couldn't leave the house without makeup um but now I'm not so worried about what other people think like last night I went out to dinner in my crocs with bare face you know what I mean because I really just don't care and it just makes life so much easier so um maybe it's like it it takes time but um that's probably how I've made my life a little bit easier and better is not by worrying about what people think yeah very important and a good lesson to be teaching young girls as well I think for sure yeah Kat, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast this week. Um, I'll see you at the TikTok Awards Can't in a few wait. weeks. Oh, how exciting. Thank yeah, you so thank you. much. Thank you so much for having me. You're amazing. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of It's All Her. If you have loved this episode, please rate, review and subscribe wherever you listen. Stay up to date on socials and I will be back in your ears very soon.